Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome to episode three. Uh, today we're going to be talking about um, the first 10 days of Ramadan, the first Ashura. Um, and, uh, you know, the theme here we'll be talking about is mercy. And, and um, you know, since that's that's the main, I guess, 10 days of Ramadan. I mean, so my first question here I wanted to ask Faisal and Walid is, um, you know, where in your daily life do you most see God's mercy? So I think we see God's mercy in all aspects of life. You know, you see it in, in how animals outside in the neighborhood are getting on the trees and squirrels always finding food. Uh, so in, in my daily life, I see mercy in all the small things. The mercy of being with you guys and trying to hold their laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, should we take a quick Yeah, we Let's need continue. a quick break. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. So, yeah, uh, God's mercy is something that is everywhere. And to make it short and brief, uh, I, I feel like um, you have to be cognizant of his mercy. You have to know what mercy is and feel that. So you now you know where you see it. But also sometimes it comes at you in places that you don't, don't realize. So you just have to be open and uh, have an open mind of what mercy, mercy entails. And the more you look for it, the more you'll see it. It's almost like sitting down in this uh, sky night in a camping ground. The more you look at the sky, the more the stars pop. So I think that's how mercy is to me. Um, mm-hmm. Lee, what, what, what are your thoughts I think about? for me, uh, in my daily life, where I see God's mercy most, uh, I think number one for me is I, I see mercy a lot in opportunities, you know, and just to... You know, alhamdulillah, 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 to be able to, you know, just wake up in the day. I think for me, that's, that's, that, you know, to, just to be given another opportunity, you know, um, to however my yesterday went, just to be given another opportunity, that means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala believes in me or, or has something for me so that I wake up this day and um, however my last day was, that today I have that chance to be better um and you know so so mer- i see mercy in that uh as i you know alhamdulillah i get up every day um weirdly enough sunshine and moonlight uh i see a lot of mercy in that um my health and wellness uh you know to alhamdulillah be able to you know run and and work out and stuff like this uh, and especially in this time of covid 19 you know uh to alhamdulillah be, be in good health and wellness uh my cat dimitri um, you know, he, mashallah, just, you know, like, just, just, um, like for, for him, at least like, you know, I have a, a water gun that I will spray him if he does something that, you know, he shouldn't be doing, like if he's, I don't know, just doing something. Like and like, you know, you can think about it like disciplining a, a kid, but dude, subhanAllah, like he, you do that. And then like a few minutes later, he comes back to me and like starts purring and wants attention, you know, and it's just like the, the kind of everlasting love that he shows. And just also like you just randomly look around and he's like sprawled on the floor like in such a cute little thing and so i think you know i, I get a lot of mercy from there and then especially you know family and friends so you guys and and alhamdulillah my my family so I, I, those are places i i i my daily life that that i see Allah mercy. yeah i mean like reflecting on that question i would say that you know i definitely see allah's mercy and and today by the mere fact that i still have a job like, alhamdulillah, like, I know a lot of people are becoming unemployed and becoming furloughed or, like, you know, terminated because of COVID-19 and, like, you know, companies don't have enough money to spend on people. 
and the fact that I still have a job and I'm still getting paid is, is such a mercy from Allah. And um, the fact that I'm still healthy, you know, like I could have got this disease, you know, um, but alhamdulillah I didn't and my family and I are still healthy. Um, that's definitely a huge mercy from Allah. Like, I mean, even in, in before COVID-19, like, this, like just on everyday life, you know, me going to work and, and driving to work and driving back home, like me driving every single day and the fact that I haven't gotten to like a one, like into an, any accident is a mercy from Allah. Like he's been protecting me the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's just crazy if you think about it. Like I've been driving every day and I didn't get into an accident. I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen soon. Like hopefully like you start, that's once right. COVID yeah. goes away and I get into an accident. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Hey, Bada, you're like a safe driver or something. Uh, no, I'm actually pretty reckless, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no alhamdulillah, like, yeah, I mean, I definitely stay safe, but I mean, it's not about me. It's about others, too. Yeah, there could yeah, be a crazy yeah, yeah, exactly. diver out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, the fact that I'm being protected all this whole time is such a mercy. Like, so with that, and since, you know, uh, fasting and Ramadan, how do you guys think mercy, since, you know, the Prophet mentioned this is the first third, the first, actually, the first 10 days, why is this designated as a merciful time? So um, I think uh, I think the first 10 days actually need uh, to be mercy, <laughs> to be honest, because only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows how much out of rhythm I personally am, you know? So like when you get... So I kind of think of Ramadan as this month-long intensive course, right? And so it it start like right like one day it's not there, the next day you're all in it, and you know you're supposed to be prepping before you get into it, right? Because it's really difficult to not be doing one thing and then to all of a sudden be doing one thing for the next you know twenty twenty eight twenty eight twenty nine days. So it's definitely difficult, but I think these first ten days need to be mercy because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows that. At least for me personally, I'm so out of rhythm, right? Like I'm going to misstep. I'm going to, you know, I'm going from super chill to an intensive course. And so, uh, you know, with all that comes, you know, the, the, the aches and the pains, the slow start, the, the long days. And you're just getting used to that routine. And I think all of that requires Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be, uh, for us to seek this mercy, uh, because we definitely need um, this mercy as we're, you know, trying to get into this uh, intensive uh, intensive training and and here also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know in one of the verses in the Quran he he, he talk, he's talking to us and he's he's letting us know that you know those who've transgressed against their own souls right despair not the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so as we get into this first 10 days or we get to this beginning of Ramadan um, you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it, it, we're taking this verse and, and we can reflect with it as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is letting us know that you know if you transgressed your soul don't don't despair of the mercy that I can give, you know, that, that I give. And so, uh, you know, just like Fridays, for example, for me, that's how it is. And even the five daily prayers uh, where, you know, the whole week you've wavered, whatever transgressions have happened, but then you come back on Friday to sort of recharge. And the same thing here, you know, like you, the whole year has gone by, but now Ramadan is here. And so, you you know, don't 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 despair of that mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, regardless of what's happened in the rest of the year. So I think that gives these first 10 days significance in terms of what, um, where that mercy is. And, and specific to fasting, I think where mercy ties into fasting is that, subhanAllah, that, that I talked about the opportunities, right, in the beginning. And I think that's where the biggest, the biggest mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is just giving us this, uh, opportunity, right, to to experience Ramadan and to get these blessings from it, and 
And in this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us an opportunity in different ways of finding mercy, right? So he's giving us an opportunity to, to spiritually, you know, connect again and recharge in our faith. However, this year for us has gone, that opportunity is inshallah coming for us that we are able to connect and recharge. And he's also giving us the opportunity to healthify, healthify, to, to healthy, healthy ourselves, however you say that, but our bodies, right? So that, that we can relieve ourselves from the things that we actually don't need. And, and and even then, you know, like even especially this because of COVID nineteen, we can't really be with our community and, and and friends and family and all this. But, um, but you know, the opportunity normally to be able to do that and to be in community and to to reconnect with all these you know uh, people uh, that we usually do connect with and all the extra blessings and chances. So, so so I, I think in this fasting, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala overall and in general is giving us opportunities and just different ways. And this opportunity is what I think. Uh, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy uh, because we technically couldn't have it, right? And he, he couldn't give it to us, yeah. but he's giving us different ways for us to um, to grow ourselves in spirituality, but then also these other different different aspects. And I think that is that is where fasting ties in um, with mercy. Yeah, I would say it's like the same. Um, like, I, like, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. I mean, I would say, how fasting ties in with mercy is um i think in multiple ways like number one i i think there's just i don't know how to explain it but there's like a thing where you know if we're fasting and like we just i mean i don't know we're just constantly reminded about it like you know what i mean like, i don't know how to explain that like for example like if i were with someone and someone like did something that annoyed me or got me really angry instead of just reacting I would like think like oh wait I'm fasting I should calm down like and it, and it does calm me down like that that kind of like that in itself is mercy like I see that I see that as mercy and how it ties in with fasting and like another thing I don't know how to call these things but like another way or reason why how I see fasting tying with mercy is that like some people there's some people that I know they maybe not be you know practicing Islam and they maybe do stuff that's not typically good um and so but like when ramadan comes around they they fast and then they they stop the things that they're doing which the bad things that they've been doing and they they that this this concept that they're fasting and they they just become more mindful you know and the fact that they they're more mindful they just they neglect they just neglect the things the bad things that they usually do outside of ramadan that in itself i see is is mercy the fact that they stop these acts and and they they um like become like automatically kind of like almost like kind of 180 degree flip um and, and new versions of themselves when it comes to Ramadan um the kind of, it's just the way that it just reminds you that like oh I'm fasting like I'm fasting for Allah like Allah's watching it's just you know what I mean um I just don't know how to describe it and put it into words but I'm it's things that I've I've seen I've observed in my life and I can see how it really relates to um how mercy relates to fasting and and the fact that like the fact that um uh like also like in fasting you're not you're not supposed to like you know hit or or you know get mad or angry like these are some of the teachings that come along with fasting yeah. um so these things really show really really show yeah. that you know mercy is a huge component of fasting and it's not it's not something that's that can be divorced from it. Does that make sense? It, it does, and, and so. I think it's really interesting that you say that because as you're saying that, or as you are uh, struggling to find the words, 
for it. I think that also parallels to how not all the aspects of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy we can actually like physically like you know show. Because there are some things that you can't explain, right? And there are there are aspects of God's mercy that you can't necessarily put into words. And I think in these in these specific situations that you know it is difficult to describe and stuff like that. I think it does parallel that um, that aspect of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. But uh, Bara, do, do you do you think there's a there is a specific reason the first ten days are are mercy? To be honest, I, I've been thinking about that. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think I have a clear answer to that. Like, I, I'll just become up and honest and embrace that if, the fact that I'm ignorant about that. I don't know. I try to honestly look into it. I, I couldn't find anything really good. I mean, do you guys know? Do you know why specifically the first 10 days? I mean, I, had, like I, mean, I just had my, my opinion. I'll just tie it in with the last thing Baro mentioned in terms of, um, like, people quit a lot of the bad habits the moment almost bond comes it's like it's they, they've entered a new place so they feel like the obligation of okay let me attempt to put these things aside and i think it's a week of mercy because um you go into the first 10 days or sorry not week 10 days of mercy because it's almost as if allah is having that setting with you it's okay come into my mm. month i accept you for who you are i am merciful i that's what that's what I base myself on mercy. Yeah, and like I I always recall the ayah that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions in Surah Al Baqarah. So remember me, and I will remember you. So, but the the fact that you've entered Ramadan on your own accord, Allah's telling you, I'll meet you halfway. So that imagine if the first ten days were actually forgiveness. So you're entering the first week ten days, and because you know the the three the three the three stages of Ramadan are mercy, forgiveness, and then the last one is najat or safety or asking Allah from you know not to enter uh, hell. So imagine if that reversed, like we start off by okay Allah I don't want to go to hell, and then you forgiveness, and then you end up with mercy. I think there's so much wisdom that we start off with mercy, as also Walid mentioned in the beginning, it's it, it sets the tone. You have that you know. 10 days of kind of an internship into Ramadan because you haven't been in it since the last year. And for some re- for some people, they don't even fast. Until, like fasting is only pertained or connected to Ramadan, the, the, that 30 days of the year. So it's also, I guess, the mercy of adjusting physically uh, to abstaining from food and water. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think, I, I the, again, we're not issuing fatwas here. That's not why it is called mercy. It's just, our reflections on what's going on. Sheikh, please don't. No, I'm just kidding. No, but honestly, people that was really beautifully said. Like, I, I like the fact that you kind of said that, like, it's kind of an opener, an opening, I guess, for Allah to be like, hey, like, don't worry about what you did the, the past year. I don't care. Like, I still love you. You're a great Muslim. And the fact that you're here right now, I'm giving you a chance to seek forgiveness. But, you know, and I'll be merciful to you. Don't worry, I'll forgive you. You know what I mean? Like, I like that kind of mindset. That's really beautiful. But I, I, the, honestly, I was kind of confused because I was thinking about it in the fact of like, all right, I was like, I was thinking about it through like the lens of history, Islamic history. What happened that specifically made these 10 days, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? No, no, no. But I really, really love that um, uh, perspective that you just brought, Faisal. That was good. I like that. So, so you know, actually, uh, Faisal, that you mentioned the verses uh, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, actually, you know, starts talking about fasting and like how fasting is prescribed for you. 
the verse right after that, some of the verses right after that is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to the Prophet peace be upon him and he says, you know, if my servant asks you about me, I am near, I respond to those who call uh, upon me. So let them respond to me and believe in me and so that they might be guided. So I think that that's the same thing where it's just, you know, I've, I've prescribed fasting to you and you may be in a state where you feel like you're not the best Muslims and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is putting that, putting that punctuation right there that, you know, whoever calls upon me, I'm right there. Like, I, I, I'm near. And so, you know, give, give, letting us know mm. that it doesn't matter what state we are in or how we are, um, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is, is, is far than enough that he is there for whoever um, calls upon him. So speaking of the Prophet, peace be upon him, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned, and this is the 21st um, surah in the Quran, uh, verse 107, surah Anbiya, that we have sent you, Prophet, peace be upon or prophet as a mercy to all mankind and so as we're talking about mercy and we've talked about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and these first 10 days of mercy um and uh wanted to ask y'all that analyze this verse but also why do you think that that the prophet peace be upon him was needed to, to have been sent by God as a mercy like what 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 about the prophet peace be upon him is this mercy I, I guess from uh, from a context standpoint, you know, the Prophet was sent uh, to the people at the time in the uh, the Arabian Peninsula, mm -hmm. and they were just, you know, we we hear of the practices that were happening at the time and things that were just inhumane. And the Prophet was a simple man um, and um, you know a shepherd, and that just the context of where he was coming from makes you uh, just you know get goosebumps because you know he's he's come from a place where the the aspect of mercy is that a lot of these things that were happening in the time people were people just they drew their attention to that to these things to these activities that you know you don't want to just bury your daughter in the ground that's haram you know she is someone who is of equal to you kind of thing and a lot of these practices that people were doing but aside from all of that i think the, the aspect of the prophet being the most uh, the mercy to all mankind that's a very encompassing that's not just saying this is only happening to the arabian peninsula that's to all this, you know, the continents we have on earth and all the people that go with that. So that's a very universal language. And, you know, it, the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it in the Quran makes you ponder, okay, so what is mercy to all mankind? Is mercy a one thing to everyone? Is it under, is, is, the, is Allah telling us that mercy is the universal language amongst everyone? You know, you go to a place and you don't know the language, you don't know the customs, you don't know the traditions. But the moment someone gives you a glass of water, you just feel that humane aspect of them and that mercy of them finding your thirst and giving you water. So I guess for us, the I guess to tie things in together, the Prophet being the most merciful uh, to all mankind um, and why Allah sends, sent him to us is, is a message to, to people to like, hey, you know, mercy is very encompassing of everyone. You know, you you don't get to be merciful to just the your neighbor or to your family or to your fellow Muslim. Mercy is just who part of who you are. And the Prophet was merciful to his Jewish neighbor. He was merciful to all that he has encountered. So take that 
lifestyle of his take his teachings take the put into account that he's gone through so much to uh, to, to send that message to everyone at the time where it just came out it's like a brand new thing and people had to bash him and he had to go through so much to send that message so you know not, not to compare and contrast you know your struggles are not the same as his struggles but cap on cap on what you have and cap on the mercy you can extend to the world uh so i, I think that's that's how I take that, 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 that I, uh, you know, it's, it's our responsibility to, to take on that torch and keep moving forward. Yeah. Like I, I, that the way you opened it was exactly what I was going to say. Like I was going to say the, the fact that, uh, I guess like, uh, Allah wanted to send him as mercy is because the world needed someone to have, or to, that encompasses this amazing mercy because the world at, at that time, uh, I, everyone was just kind of in a, in a way to just briefly summarize was just selfish and everyone just lost that kind of uh, intimate connectedness with others. Like no one really recognized that there was this, uh, that everyone is connected in a way. Everyone was kind of just like individual, like society in, emphasized individuality. You know what? I'm going to do what I want because like I'm, I'm the, I'm like the king. Like I can do whatever I want with my daughters. I can do whatever I want. I can marry how, how many people I want to marry. I want to, I can kill whoever I want. I can eat as much as I want. You know what I mean? Like, even we're just like, I can do whatever I want because, like, I'm the king. Like, people are just so arrogant. I can pray to whoever I want. Like, but, like, you know, so everyone, every individuality was just so emphasized and people were just doing things so, like, we're just so wrong that, you know, we need, Allah wanted to send, like, the world needed this mercy so that um, they can understand that, uh, you know, the concept of community, the concept that, like, you know, um, we are connected with it, with it. we are we are connected to each other. You know what I mean? Like the famous hadith, the the prophet said. I think it's hadith, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but like the fact that we are like an ummah as is one body. If it feels pain in one spot, then we all feel that pain. Um, so, like, Islam in this sense is kind of emphasizing community and 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 the fact that you know we're all should just. Uh, transcend the selfish sense of individuality, um, and that we should we should feel this connect to, connection with each other, um, and I, and I think that's like the kind of encompassing message uh, that was needed for the world that the world needed, and that's why uh, Prophet Muhammad was 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 sent. And that's sort of where I was also uh, thinking uh, in terms of. The, the reformation that the prophet faced upon him when he did come uh he, he made a lot of changes right and then some of the things that, that y'all had mentioned and and just the status of you know the status of people by wealth and, and all that but so as, as i mentioned i think throughout what, what i what i is the opportunity right and so i think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by sending the prophet uh peace upon him was he was giving us an opportunity to to be better people right and and, and to have to have um, rules and regulations so that we can be these better people that we need to be especially again just like y'all had mentioned the reformations and and sort of the the different rules and and customs that that he changed in, in Mecca at that time but also like just <clears throat> like all the prophets in, in in I think the whole history of um of the religion that uh these prophets were sent at times where people so the, so the people were, were there and the prophets were sent to guide them and then over time and generations these people they drifted away from the religion and then another prophet was sent to bring everybody back together 
and like the cycle kept on going and going and going and going. And so, so we were, we as humans, right? As Allah SWT says, you know, I've sent them of mercy to all mankind, like basically like you mentioned. So we as humans were so distant from, you know, whether it, it is not necessarily like faith-based, but, but more importantly, like we were so distant from what truly is being, well, what, what does it mean being human? You know, and some of the things I think based on bar that you mentioned, just the things that, that they were doing that were just so wrong. And so we, we, we had drifted off in, in this. And mm-hmm. then, you know, because of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Prophet. Because we could have just stayed in that whatever state that we were in, right? And we could have just been just really bad and just, you know, kept exponentially getting worse. But uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as, yeah. as a mercy, sent Prophet peace upon him so that we can, we can, mm-hmm. we can regroup and, re, you know, get together. And then also, I think um, the Prophet peace upon him uh, was sent, uh, you know, what I feel like when, uh, when, I, when I hear about this verse, and this is a, this is a side sort of uh, thing, but like as a project manager, uh, when I take on a project or I take on an implementation, right? Like, if it's something that I have to start from scratch, it's so difficult. Like, for me, like, it stresses me out. And, like, there's a lot of, like, you know, what do I do when, when this situation comes? Or who's the resource for this? Or what's the, what's the next step after this? So, like, I have to literally build everything together. And there's a lot of, like, missteps and sidesteps. And so, and, and I've mentioned before, like, I, I like to do research and see how people do it before. And so here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said the Prophet, peace be upon him, as sort of, an, a, you know, tying the knot of this religion and, and, and putting... You know, now I have completed my favor upon you in terms of like I've, I've completed this religion for you, and He's given us a a guideline, right? Even the times have changed, and there's different. You know, like we, we do things a little differently, and our society is a little different than how it was when the Prophet peace be was here. But He's given us a guideline in terms of this is how this is how to practice this religion. You know, and it makes it so much easier on us, and it makes it so much. Um, simpler for us to okay there is a path and, and this is sort of you know the path to walk on rather than trying to build your own or to figure out your own and to have all these difficulties and mm-hmm. do you find peace or how do i haven't found peace or what methods can i use to find peace and all those sorts of questions that you could be digging in for life versus okay this is some sort of path that i can i can be on and so i think that's a mercy right he's given us that opportunity that hey here i've laid it out for you uh, more or less yes you still have to Maybe your resources have changed. Maybe your implementation strategy has changed. Maybe your vendor has changed. I'm talking like a project management standpoint. So some of those things may have changed. But for the most part, here, this is your project yeah. plan. This is this is sort of what you're going off of. So that's what that's 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 what I take when, when I when I analyze this um, this person and think of the the mercy that the Prophet peace upon him brings. No, I like that. I like that. I, uh, honestly, it's, it's a cool thought to think that it's like in like him coming in of it. I can't even talk. Like, it's just his uh, existence. Um, like, that's just so, I think that's so overlooked. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that, like, we have something to follow. Like, we have this guidance, but, like, you know, people just overlook it a lot. I feel like it's just kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, like, I guess we'll wrap this up. The last question I kind of wanted to ask you guys was so, like, what, um, I guess, aspects of uh, Prophet Muhammad of his life? What aspects of his life most speak to you, um, um, like when it comes to mercy? Well, again, I, so I, I ran into this hadith uh, where the Prophet uh, he it was a battle line, and or I, I guess you know they're forming for the battle, and everyone's sitting and standing, getting ready for it, and um, he passes by the line, making sure everyone's standing and not going in front or behind, and he. 
runs into this person who was not standing straight. So he had to tell him, you know, he he had a little stick with him and he hit him with that stick to, to tell him to, to back up. And the the person looked at the Prophet and he told him, oh, Prophet, you know, you, you hit me with it. I, I asked for my fair share of hitting you back. And and the Prophet looked at him and uh, just the Prophet, me, the Prophet, he opened his, he opened his, um, he took out like his shirt just to show some skin and gave him the stick and told him to hit him right there because it's only fair that he hit him that same spot. And the guy just put down the stick and he, you know, fell down on his knees and kissed the prophet's skin, I guess, as a, as a sign of how much he loved him. And he told him, if there is anything I can do with, the, with you, you know, I ask that Allah puts me to, with you in Jannah. And it, it shows you, so I have always pondered on this hadith and aspects of it, and you can take it in so many different ways. But to, to me, the most merciful thing and aspect of that hadith is, is uh, or, or what happened is the prophet has always been uh, someone who tells you to, to live your life to, to, the, to the best extent, but also be, you know, have that emotions with that emotional bond with the people you work with, the people you're with, the people you see, don't just assume they're, I guess in today's world, it's very important that we look at the, the ways that Prophet did his connections and his relationships with people. It's it's not a computer. It's not a, it's not just a physical being. Um, it's very, you know, it's, it's, it's very fluid. You know, you, you deal with the people with you work with, the people you live with, the, your friends, um, your family, in a way that allows you to flourish with them. You know, you feel that sense being with them. This person was about to go probably die, but the Prophet and him had that moment where people around them saw that as a very merciful thing, and they reported it to the rest of us 1,400 years later. So do not ever, I guess the message here, do not ever... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm going to click the help button here. Uh, underestimate, underestimate. Do not underestimate the small things. And the Prophet has always showed us in a lot of the things he does, they're very small things, but they were not never underestimated of the people around him. So don't think that the small acts of kindness that you do are just flown. Even, again, it's important to the intention aspect of it. You're doing it for Allah. Um, and even if no one sees it and no one reflects on it, you know, Allah did, and some somewhere along the lines, you've started a ripple effect, and someone is going to take it. And that's what happened. The Prophet worked with just a small amount of people, and the ripple effect that he had just scattered to 1.5, I think, billion Muslims out there now. So, um, For me, uh, when, when, I, when I think of uh, the aspects of his life that um, most speak mercy, uh, more speak to mercy for me, uh, four four things came to, to my mind when, when I thought of this. The first was that and when they were, this was a monumental thing, right? Everybody was really upset in terms of, you know, we were going to go there, do Hajj, but then we got stopped and now we have to make this. And so the treaty ended up being a huge thing because after this treaty, like the, the number of Muslims and all the knowledge and everything just, just spread a lot. Um, but when they were writing it, um, I think that, you know, uh, the, the, the scribe, you know, these people were, weren't Muslims, and so they wouldn't recognize the fact that, you know, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was the messenger of God and things like this. And there were, there were things that they, they had told them, no, scratch that out, that, you know, there, there's, you're not 
a messenger of God, or we don't believe that, and things like this. And so the companions definitely got enraged, and they're like, dude, like they're <clears throat> they are making a fool of you, or like they are mocking you, or whatever the case is. And the prophet, the prophet peace be was like, just it's okay, go ahead and cross that out. If you don't want to put that there, don't put that there. You know, it's a sense of like, <clears throat> it's a sense of cal calmness, I, I think, and 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 like you know, like what what's it going to do for us to argue with this right now? Just you know, write whatever it is that you feel. That, that you want to. The second thing was um, when he got stoned uh, by the kids at Thaif, right? And so he was trying to find a place to be, uh, where he was trying to find a place to of sanctuary, right? To maybe these people at Thaif will, yeah. will, 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 will help me. And it was also a really bad year for for the prophet peace upon him this year. I think his wife Khadija passed away. I think his uncle passed away. I think there were it was it was a significantly hard year. And after all of these events or during these events, it's just a, a tough year. For him to be stoned to a point where you know he was bleeding and his shoes were filled with blood and all this, um, I think he he retreated to like a a place in a garden or something. And an angel came down and said, you know, you you just tell me and I can destroy this mountain. I can bring this mountain down. And this is where the prophet peace upon him said, no, maybe yeah. maybe these yeah. people will become good later on. Maybe they'll come come with a sense of understanding later. You know, and so um, I think that 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 was the sense of mercy. Uh, the third thing. Uh, I think it's Surah Majadila, I think so, in the beginning where the woman is disputing with the Prophet, peace be upon him, I think in terms of her husband and how his husband, her husband was treating her, and she was yelling or angry and uh, and getting like frustrated with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in front of everyone, and all these people are thinking, dude, like you never approached the Prophet, peace be upon him like this, like where is your respect in all of this? But she was like angry and whatever, that she was in her emotions, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, let her do that, you know, and, and I think that's also another uh, case of like, you know, if somebody's coming at you angrily, you know, full of emotions, not really understanding the situation or everything like this, and just just despite your status, to be able to calmly listen and allow that person to do that and have those emotions, I think that was mercy. And the last one, uh, I thought it was that man who who urinated in the masjid, right? The Prophet peace be upon him wasn't like, you know, oh my God, what the heck are you doing? He was like, okay, man, let this person finish, let him do his business, and then later on, you know, I can I can have a teaching moment in private. Like, I'm not gonna make a mocking mockery of this person in front of everyone. I think aspects like that, and so in, in those cases, this is when I think of the Prophet peace be upon his mercy. This is, I think, these are aspects that 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 speak to me. Nice, nice. No, the, I, like yeah, I was gonna bring up Ta'if too. Like that is definitely, I think, the, one of the really the most famous examples that really exemplify the mercy that Muhammad uh, has. Like for as for me, like the the the, the hadith that I remember when it comes to. Um, I guess exemplifying the mercy of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was um, this hadith that was narrated uh, by, uh, I think it's, I, I wrote down here, it's by Anas ibn Malik, radiallahu anhu, uh, where he relates that the beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to Abu Bakr, radiallahu anhu, he said, oh Abu Bakr, I wish I could meet my brothers. I wish I could meet my brothers because I love them. And Abu Bakr says, oh, Messenger of Allah, where are your brothers? Like, what are you, what are you talking about, bro? Like, <laughs> but then um, the Prophet said, "You're my companions, my brothers, and you know, slash sisters. Of course, I'm not going to leave out the sisters. Are people who haven't seen me, or but they believed in me and loved me so much that I'm more beloved to them than their parents and their children. Like that. Like honestly, like when I hear, when I read this hadith, like I'm just like, dang, like this guy. But he like had so much concern and, and like he thought about us, you know, like he thought about the future generations to come." Um, like I feel like that adds a kind of uh, uh, it really emphasizes the kind of mercy that he has because he just loves and cares about us so much mm -hmm. that he thought about this 
and 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 this was so long ago. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. And, like I never thought that like any past, uh, like I don't know, like famous like kings or like people people in the past would ever think about the future generations. You know. Yeah. I mean, I guess this wraps up this episode. Um, alhamdulillah, this was a really good discussion. I wish we can go more. There's like a lot of things I kind of wanted to talk about, but it's all about maybe in the future. Uh, I, I definitely think we can get more deep into this. Um, but this is just scratching the surface because we want to keep it sweet and simple. But anyways, okay. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>